Cool Games Inc. Video Game Design Podcast from Polygon.com. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. What does even... What does... What can we say? What, what to say? What can we even say? It's January 20th. And a lot of things are changing. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of people are just feeling sort of the, just sort of all the the big moves um, down in down in Washington D.C. A lot mm. of big, a lot of big government stuff's happening. You are talking, uh, of course, about the fact that they just opened Washington D.C.'s first Dave and Buster's. Yes, and, and there's a lot of controversy is, because they're going to have Time Crisis Four, but not Time Crisis Five. Which and I think a lot is of weird. people. Well, but I think everybody prefers. Four. Okay, sure. There's Fine. also there's also some things going on down at President Avenue in Washington D.C. right in the middle of it, that big White House. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to get too political here on Cool Games Inc. I know it's a, a, a thing that stresses a lot of people out, and so I just thought like let's let's just do it for the gamers this time, Nick. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's about time there be a podcast that's sort of gaming focused out in the world, and because a lot of people they they want to they want to get you down about this stuff, and don't and I'm not saying there's not stuff to get down about. Like there's certainly 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 stuff to get down about, but just like in these tumultuous times, I'm worried no one's going to think about the gamers. I I feel like well I mean one of my biggest worries is that we're losing our first gamer president. Yeah, Barack Obama. He, yeah, for sure. He was always in the spot playing Devil's Third. Mm-hmm. He and he actually he without spending any money on microtransactions, he was number one on the leaderboards. Number it was one him. on the leaderboards. He he was number one on the RTA speed run Itagaki, uh, community. Itagaki uh, wanted, and I think that might be where he's going. Is yeah to, to whatever to go fake work team with Ninja. Itagaki. Yeah, yeah. Itagaki's on. Uh, gonna miss. Yeah, gonna miss. Not sure what uh the new what the new guy. What he likes to play. Mm. Um, that's too bad. Maybe, I mean, the first, I, get me in the room, I'll press him for those hard questions. Grill him. I'll game or grill him. You know him. who I would love to see interview our incoming uh, president would be Jeff Keighley. Yeah, I would love to see him. He'll really? put the fucking, because he'll, he'll put grill the facts to, they, I'm not being facetious right no, now. It, I know dude, I, play, I, play, I play a character on TV. He'll, he'll roast your nards. Dude, he's an incredible interviewer. I remember, like he, I, anytime him and Reggie are in the same room, I feel like they're like seconds oh, away Reggie from just walks choking each other into out. into the room and he knows those nards about to get roast. Mm-hmm. He has to like, they, Nintendo has invested uh, $2 million in sort of getting some minority, or no, not minority report, fuck, men in black mm. uh, brainwashing tech. Because I mean, if, Minority Report was so far in the future, they probably had that tech. There's as probably well. some of that tech in there they too. They did. Remember, they had the headbands and they put it on you, and you like go to sleep in their weird vault. Yeah. So that's the Wii Motion did, Plus. You did it good. Um. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like, if any, if like Reggie has secret info about a new Fire Emblem, you mm. know, like Jeff is gonna Jeff's drill gonna in there and he's out, gonna yeah. mind games him out of it. He's gonna, he's gonna sort of do his subtle torturous interrogation tactics that he uses to get all those scoops yeah i was like rewatching. i don't know why i was doing this to myself i was rewatching the the vgx awards from like yeah. 2013 i think it was the other was day. that before was that before they got good yes yeah it was the it was the joel McHale one oh. um and it's it was really weird because it's like they it was the first that it, there's this weird like undercurrent of bitterness to it like the first thing Jeff Keighley says is like all right so finally you've got Nintendo the only company who's never been on the VGXs before like kind of yeah kind of digging him about it that's and what I'm then, talking about that dude throws on some briquettes puts the nards up on the grill and he goes at it he's a little and shady. he gets all the he gets all the scoops out of it 
Um, speaking of Nintendo, thank you, Nintendo, for your new Fire Emblem mobile game. It looks, uh, it looks fine. I think we talked a lot about the Fire Emblem Animal Crossing mobile games and how they were going to be like, what, fucking auto-run, like, tap to earn diamonds, but not the kind of diamonds you have to spend the money on to get, like, a new headband for Roy. And it looks, it looks okay. I'm a little, I'm still so worried about the fucking Animal Crossing game. And by worried, I mean, like, it ain't gonna happen, probably, but... Oh, I think, I, I mean, the at the very least, this Fire Emblem game, if you, like, squint, it looks like a Fire Emblem game during the combat parts. So I'm like, we'll see. What is it? February? Early February? We're going to find out if that's good or not. Like, at least it's it resembles Fire Emblem, which yeah, is... Yeah, for sure. I, I was worried it wasn't going to... I'm sorry. I, I'm still thinking about the 2013 VGXs and oh, the fact right. that I have one more thing that, I, that really shook me while watching it. Besides all of, like, Joel McHale's, like, extremely weird and shitty jokes. If you go... Like, I would recommend, like, if you have a... If you want to feel down in the dumps, just go watch the 2013 VGXs because they're on YouTube. But, like, there's this weird moment where Jeff points out that Reggie is wearing, a, like, Samus Aran Metroid pin on his jacket yeah. for no reason. And he's like, oh, what's the what's the pin? He's like, oh, you know, we hear our fans and we got – maybe we got something coming. Who knows? This is in 2013. There hasn't been a Metroid game yeah, in they, four years. Not, it, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, I think he forgot about no, uh, I Federation Force. I did not. And Blast Ball. Like I said, there hasn't been a Metroid game in four years. So either he was teasing Federation Force in 2013, which doesn't sound right to me, because there's no way that game took more than three months to develop. Four, mu- four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Or um, he's just being a, like, what is he doing? What's I, why, Here's Reggie? what happened, though. He sat down with Keeley, and after that, in, after the interview, he gave up all the scoops. Breath of the Wild. He told him all about Breath of the Wild. Told him all about the Switch. Told him all about all of these, like hot scoops that we wouldn't know about for for snipper clips told him all about all this stuff Mm -hmm. and as he walked out of the interview room with keely reggie thought like man my balls just got blasted in there and then that's how metroid blast ball came about oh so it's a that game was kind of a metaphor so he went like a metaphor for he went to the studio he went to what's it the canadians who made mario kicks soccer those guys and was like make a make a bad rocket league please based on my balls thank you oh so we're being this is a mean podcast now (laughs) Oh, so, okay. Sorry. Well, we're going to pretend that Metroid Federation Force blast, Ball Blasters is super tight. Yeah, it's tight that's, as hell, dude. That's what hey, we're doing. You charge up the, you can charge up your Chozo gun. Mm-hmm. Fucking great, man. Super and good. It has all the, it has all the good stuff you need in it. For a good Metroid, missile, ball. The only and two elements. Jump. Whatever. Those, hey, that's the same people who made, uh, fucking Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, which is a great game. So yeah, I have no, rules. I have nothing bad to say about them. Let's talk about sex. No, let's talk about video games. Well, hold on. Let's the, talk about sex, though. This one's for the gamers. I mean, it's Cool Games Inc., baby. We're going to talk about sex eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to talk about this suggestion from Pet Kitties, who had a ton of bangers on the list uh, this week. Well done, Pet Kitties. Uh, the top-rated suggestion this week, and by the way, you can go to Cool Games Inc. Reddit and hop in the Dank Nug Zone if you want to drop some, some suggestions. Um, this one is... A game where you must knock Chumbawamba down so that they do not get up again. Oh, jeez. I could see that getting pretty violent pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, no no weapons, right? No killing tools. Yeah, because they need to have the, the desire to get up but lack the ability. Because they get knocked down, then they get up again. And then they, of course, challenge you by saying, you're never going to keep me down. Yeah, sure. What are some ways... I'm imagining like a sort of... A, did you ever play... Um, God, what is it called? Sumotori Dreams? It oh, was, yeah, of course not. Yeah, so Sumotori Dreams was like a weird, like, Java-based 
thing where it's just this boxy little man and another boxy man standing in a boxing ring. And they have this weird sort of procedural physics. This is like 15 years ago. Okay. Um, and like, if you, it was just like these two dudes trying to punch each other and they would, their physics would like try to keep them standing up. So they all kind of moved like the main character in Grow Home, where it was like this procedural, or when you get drunk in like GTA 4 and like the, okay. the euphoria physics kick in and your character has not to fall down. It was like that. I'm imagine, and there was like a secret hidden thing in it where you could just throw blocks at him forever while he like eats shit and tries not to fall over. I'm imagining a physics thing where it's like all of the members of Chumbawamba with their own robust physics, uh, trying as hard as possible not to fall down. And so maybe you've got cooldowns on some of your different things you can throw at them. Um, yeah, that could be good. I mean, if you put a car on top of Chumbawamba, mm-hmm. and is that just one person? I think Chumbawamba is at least, well, maybe I'm getting confused because during the chorus, it sounds like there's many of the man, <laughs> you know? I think it's many people. Okay, I've just Googled them. They, uh, they're a British alternative band that have had over a career spanning three decades. Ooh. I am just Googled them too, Griffin, and I'm learning that it's Chumbawamba. Yeah. My whole life I thought it was Chumbawamba, W-M-U-W-U. Oh, well, I mean, it's a garbage toilet word, so it doesn't really matter how the fuck. It's Bumble Gumble um, with their famous song, Bub Bumpins. And it's a lot of it's like five or six. I don't know. There's a lot of folks, but they've had a lot of tunes. But anyway, I think if you put like a big elephant on them, then they won't be. They, they won't, won't get be, up again. No, they will not. I think. Hmm. God, this podcast would have really soared in like 1999. Oh, big time. I mean, we really would have taken the fuck off. Um, I mean, this is an anarcho-pop band. They are anarcho-pop. Now, they did start in 1980 AD, the year of our Lord Christ Jesus. And then they stopped, like, four years ago? (laughs) That was when they... Can we... So, real quick. Their Wikipedia lists other names that Chumbawamba... It's going to take me a long time to get used to Chumbawamba. They used to be known as Skin Disease, Antidote, with the X in parentheses, uh, okay. scab aid. <laughs> okay, this next one's maybe my favorite Holy one I've shit. ever seen. Sporkestra. It's orchestra, but with the word sport in front with of sport it. Sport in it, yeah. Sporkestra, and and then the middle parentheses as a hoax. <laughs> so there's a lot of story what? here to Chumbawamba. <laughs> yeah, I. Th- well, let's talk about Sporkestra and how that is. I, all right, I'm sorry, I've got a new submission for this week's episode. This one comes <laughs> in from Chumbawamba. It's called Sporkestra. <laughs> What game? Like, how does this Shit. game work? Okay, so you are musicians, right? You're playing sports, but you also have to play your own instruments. It's like Assassins, the Broadway musical, right? There's like so- a, it's like a mix of like of Wii music and uh, Smash Brothers, sort of with ball with a ball, yeah, with a blast with a blast ball in there. Shit, so, so basically, it's like it's like blast ball, but with like tubas, and you're blasting the ball out of your tuba. This is a ba- this is a heck of a band. Uh, yeah, they, uh, a lot of their a lot of their music has been forthright in its stances on issues including animal rights, pacifism, class struggle, feminism, gay liberation, pop culture, and anti fascism. I've only heard I've only yeah I've only heard Bub jumping, so I'm not sure how those uh, maybe they fit in there somewhere. I've never really done. He a, takes a, a whiskey a, drink. He takes a vodka drink. Right, that's an obvious sort of parallel. Hmm, I need to really dive in there. Yeah. Thank you, Sporkestra. Members of the band have given other explanations for where the name comes from. On the episode of BBC Two's pop quiz show, Nevermind the Buzzcocks, the answer to the question was that they 
got it from what a monkey wrote on a typewriter when an experiment took place involving monkeys and typewriters. That's no. So they're that's lying. Bullshit. So you're they're lying. Liars. You're they're a liar. Liars. If a monkey typed on a typewriter and you took the piece of paper out and you named your band after it, your band would be called like semicolon, which would be a bad band name. You fucking lying band. I don't like it when they lie to me. How about this one from Hella Lugosi, who says Fieri emblem? I don't. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, now, is this going to be like the mobile game? Can we just sneak him in there? Well, because mobile... it's a it's, it's a Gashapon game, right? There's going to be hundreds of like pulls. You're going to get like a rare like swimming trunks Gaius in there. I don't see why they can't also slip kind of like a. Gaius Fieri, like a, yes. A Gaius Fieri. Wasn't there that one dude? I only played, like, one version of Fire Emblem Fates, but on the other team, like, the good guy version, wasn't there, like, a dude who just looked like he was from, co- like, Codename Steam? Like, that really super American soldier-looking oh, yeah, 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 yeah. guy who's, like, uh, a... La- to- Hans or Lars or some bullshit, That sure. dude. I think he yeah. could be... Uh, guy Fieri could just be, like, a... It could a just be him. You him. throw a fucking visor on him. So, would the mechanics of this game be any different? Could I definitely kiss him in a hot spring, please? Fieri emblem. Is there gonna be a Guy Fieri petting thing oh i would love to pet that face well i would i think there'd be like a kind of you'd have to be careful because you touch that hair and it's gonna be ooh, ouch it's like a spike it hurts no you wouldn't like that and then your love rating would go down and he wouldn't fight so good in battle we'd use axes he would use axes and clubs i feel like yeah sort of a barbarian he's definitely like a barbarian type he could do a lot of damage but he doesn't have a lot of health but he'd also have fire magic wouldn't he yeah he could pull from his shirt would he have some sort of like because they did put cooking in the last Fire Emblem. Is oh. he, maybe we throw him behind the counter in there. Yeah, yeah. Like he's Does an he optional c- recruit, recruitable hero that makes all of your cooking extremely bad does he cook the food or does he just kind of slop it down like i know he owns a restaurant and that's how he got his start was with like owning restaurants yeah but, dude. like he's from he, uh, he's from santa rosa does he know how to like saute some shit up or i think he it's one of those things where like he you, he knew he at one point knew, but his role has become so supervisional and and so critical. Like he he's yeah. very much more on the on the consumption end and the creation end at this point in his career. I watched guys' grocery games the other day, and this is a show where people it's it's a supermarket sweep bullshit knockoff, except they don't have to run and grab the big inflatable versions of the products for extra yeah. points. Um, and then they cook the things that they stole from this fucking grocery that they stole from guys' private grocery store, and they cook for him, and then he eats it. And I watched this, and it's the first time I've watched this. And he took a bite of somebody's like weird nachos, and he's like these taste weird i don't like this and i was like hey that's i don't know if i've ever seen guy fieri put anything in his mouth and then be like this is not i don't like this 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 didn't just make me orgasm yeah he didn't roll his eyes back in his head it must he, be pretty bad if he didn't like the other thing that's cool about guys grocery games is that there's all these like really strict limitations of like okay you have to go grab like a canned thing that starts with the letter m and is red and then when they're cooking they have like a really like you have to cook a entire four course meal in uh 15 minutes so every time guy fear he's just like pacing around them like circling them as they're cooking and there's this weird undercurrent of like they're trying to make something that's impossible to make in the time span they have and guy fear is just kind of like trying to casually chat with them and they're like yeah dude yeah cool thanks like i'm trying to i'm trying to do your stupid show that you made me do like don't talk to me and make me do this how wild would it be though if he was on the triple d and he just stopped off at some like mama's southern biscuits down in savannah and <laughs> right. he was like what is this it's like is this uh, is this about biscuits and a southern gravy and then he took a big bite of it he's like i don't like this he's like wow this is bad this is bad and i don't like this <laughs> i'm gonna like, diners oh. dive in and drive out of here well i guess that's all 
I guess my business is dead. He's like, yeah, your business his- is dead. You'll never have another customer after this goes live. So, Bye. see ya. So, guy out, and he turns his fucking visor around as evil fiery. Oh, dark fiery. Fuck. I and mean, that would be another thing that you could get out of the Gatchapod. Get in Fire Emblem, in, in Fire yeah. Emblem, in Fury Emblem Heroes. Um, here is one uh, that I really like from Constable Jones, who says, A survival horror game where the monsters are as scared of you as you are of them. So you're the horror monster. Well, you're both the horror monster. I mean, the way that I imagine this working, because it would be weird to be running from a monster that's also running from you or chasing a monster that's chasing you. I think it needs to work on like almost like a horror Ikaruga where like you're being chased by this monster. There's like a timer maybe or something where it's like those switch levels in like Mario Galaxy where like every every, you know, 30 seconds, everything flips. I'm imagining like you're being chased by this monster. You have to go hide in a locker. Then the switch happens and then you're chasing the monster down trying to figure out which locker it's hiding in and so there's kind of a back and forth tag you're it thing i like that i like that yeah we also are kind of trending towards um uh sabotage rally a little bit but i mean i'm oh, into yeah, yeah. this would be a competitive multiplayer experience where like i'm hunting you but i have a timer and we run at almost the same speed and so if i think i'm not going to catch up to you in time i need to just like break off my pursuit and go mm-hmm. find a place to hide because yeah here it comes kind of a like a risk reward cat versus mouse situation when you're like i could use my time but i mean i'm not opposed to sabotage rally being part of like kind of a steam world vibe where it's like the games are different genres but they kind of have these connecting underlying themes this could be like sabotage horror yeah absolutely no i'm into that if anything though i feel like it's too straightforward for us i feel like we need a bit chewier of a nub we do um how about this one from come find me gilbert who says fishing for compliments but it's like p H-I-S-H, like phishing, like a scam okay. email. Yeah, so it's like, hi, this is from Blizzard Real, Real real Blizzard. Hi, it's Blizzard PayPal here. Blizzard PayPal at realhelp.biz. And I just wanted to let you know your account has been hacked. Please log in here. Give me your password and what do you think of my hair today? Yeah, give here's, me a, here's, just to prove that you're not a robot, say 10 nice things about this photograph of this gentleman right here. Uh, but make the 11th one your fucking PayPal login. Right, because you're still fishing. I am still fishing you, but like I've had a I've had a very rough me day. Mm-hmm. I you like this. I'm... I like this concept because it puts you in the interesting position of you are stealing this person's identity and their financial information, but yeah. also you have done what I think is almost more nefarious, which is you have tricked them into into complimenting the very person who who drained their their uh, Venmo account. Now this is going to be tricky because very rarely do fishers send JPEGs of their body and face and hair and so maybe we need to get a network of all these fishing people and we all send jpegs of each other that way it can't that be traced back works. to us what do you think of my friend nick is he cute yeah pay it forward i love what do you oh, think? i love this what do you think of my friend nick he's fishing somebody for me i mean yeah, he's I'm, not what's your, i'm i work at blizzard <laughs> i work at blizzard it's me I, check the email check the email address it's me I'm jeff Ka- kaplan here's a picture it's, of me jeff kaplan I need your PSN login. It's me, Kaz Harai. It's really real Kaz Harai at sonypaypal.support. So, what do you think, my friend Nick, though? He attached as an image. Here's he's, an trying image. Something, he's trying something new with his hair. He's do doing you a, like it? Kind of a combed back look. Um, do you have any video game ideas, Griffin? I have one from A Crow of Murders who says Bedside Manor, but it's M A N O R. Oh, that's just a great name, period. It's a great name. Twelve doctors fight to save a single patient. Oh my gosh. So this is, is it like a, good. 
I'm, I'm wondering if there's like a MOBA last hit mechanic where like wherever whichever doctor lays the final bit of healing in gets yeah. all the credit for the heal. And I, I think my mind immediately went to Surgeon Simulator, but I'd like to move away from that because I yeah, feel yeah. like it's an easy direction for us to move in. Instead, I would like to look more in the under the knife direction, trauma center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, except, you know, the good levels of trauma center before you're like using taking a bomb a out or lightsaber to zap an alien bomb out of somebody's <laughs> chest using psychic slow mode. What the fuck is up with those? Ga- I watched a speed run of that game that uh, was on, I think, GDQ last year. Yeah. And I popped in and it started out and it was like, suture these wounds. He's like, all right, here's, here's a strat I use for suturing the wounds. Do it really fast. And then I apply the bacterial uh, ointment and then I uh, put the bandage on. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to fast forward 45 minutes. He's like, all right, so I'm going to channel my spirit medium uh, to zap the extraterrestrial uh, uh, virus out of the heart valve. And uh, you got to make sure to look over at the psychic every few seconds to fill up your mana gauge. Like, what the fuck? It's just like surgery. You got to make the pentagram to slow down time and zap the alien robot bomb. They wound up making a game that's more absurd than Surgeon Simulator. Which is kind of incredible. Did also did you see like quick aside? Um, this pilot leaked out like last month of the Trauma Team like TV show. No. So like you know the Trauma Team was like the Wii version of Trauma Center, and they were making a like like live action TV show. We've got like there's an article on Polygon about it. If you Google oh, Trauma Team TV show, it's the first thing that pops up. But it's is it like Buckwild? dude, it's just this really ridiculous like. Every single medical show, uh, Allegra wrote here that in one scene they're referred to as medical vigilantes. <laughs> I am so very into that, yeah. I think that's called a murderer. If you're putting a knife in someone and you're not a doctor, there's like yeah, a it's... whole separate genre for what you are. You gotta do the whole oath thing. So, it's this game, 12 people, so t- 1v1v1v all the way up to 12. They're not all standing around the patient at the same time administering Here's my different... question, is it 24 rubber-gloved hands just sort of all... Oh my god. Well, that's the dream, just, isn't it? Just sort of making a, goo- a gooey, like like a you know, in the Walking Dead, where somebody will fall down in the on the ground and just like get surrounded by a bunch of zombies, and then like they had a lot of leftover cash in the special effects budget, so they watched the person just sort of get yanked, get yeah, get sort of weird Yankovic from apart. That it could be something like that, but that's so grody. I, I I'm obsessed with the idea of the manner being a, a component in this. That's true. Maybe that's you have something to, like, that's lost in modern medicine. I think. No, M-A-N-O-R. Like, maybe you have to, like, oh. <laughs> look around a big spooky mansion. To find... So, okay. So, instead of all all 12 doctors standing around at the same time trying to administer the the treatment together, which is a dangerous idea, to, like, if there's surgery to say nothing of the way the different medicines might interact, I like yeah. this idea of, like, you have, a, you have, like, a shift. Every 12 hours, you get a, a one-hour shift with your patient, and the other 11 doctors are scrambling around the manor looking for different pills, ointments, creams, knives, like... Some of it is some of it is in a bottle, nice and clean. Some of it is like a makeshift sort of uh, heart, okay. like a heart scooper that you got to sort of create yourself. And so it's kind what of if a... there's different jobs? So there can be an anesthesiologist, and there can be uh, like a, a general surgeon, um, and there can be like a brain person, and there can be a hypnotist. Hypnotist is a bad one, but you get my point. Like yeah. uh, all the different people you might see, expect to see in a surgery room, and you have to figure out who's what. But there's also people whose job is just like harm doer, 
do all do all harm and you don't want to team up with them. So you're exploring this manner with these people trying to figure out who you can trust, who's going to put together a good surgery team with you. And then after the the manor round where you're going around the manor looking for, I don't know, scalpels or whatever the fuck, yeah. bandages, then you get into the surgery and based on the team you have with you, everybody's, you know, helping out. I'm anesthesiologizing the yeah. person. I'm okay, getting so really you're, drowsy, and you're you're doing some surgery, but uh oh, you have the harm due on your team, and he's just punching all over. Pum, 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 pum. <laughs> that's bad. You don't. That's, that's bad. Like, you don't want that. Maybe this. Maybe the saboteurs are like secret. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. It's secret. It's like werewolf. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So they don't reveal their status. And, and oh, I no, think, absolutely not. And I think what's fun too is the idea that like they reveal it. They could re- they could hold on and pretend to be an actual doctor ass doctor until the crucial moment where you're yes. taking the, you're soldering the arteries together. So that's or- it. That's it. While you're in the manor, you're running around the manor, and the manor belongs to the Grey's Anatomy author, the real one, not the. I think it's a real book, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. know. Some famous doctor. You're in his manor, and he's dying, and he's in a room that's locked for 10 minutes, and you get to run around his manor looking for medical tools that you can use in a surgery room. So if you're one of the harm doers, you find you know, a, a, a roll of bandages, and you come up, and you say, like, I'm an assistant who's good at closing up the wounds. See, mm-hmm. I got these bandages. But really, you're going to just punch that fucking kidney over and over and over and over again. But you have this tool to prove it. And, then, and maybe one of the one of the jobs you can bring into the room is like a bouncer who if you see somebody fucking winding up a haymaker to the, to the, to the old heart, you yeah. can be like, nope, boot, you're out. But that, that costs you one of your, your doctor slots, right? Yeah, and so all of a sudden you're down to like three people. And this is – you got to have two people like hold the shin bone or whatever. This is And so uh, presumably if the patient dies, like that's your goal as the sort of saboteur class, right? Like you want the patient yes. to not make it and then you win. It's almost like a – I think Kane and Lynch 2 had like a multiplayer thing where like you're robbing a bank and then at the you can kind of decide at any time. Like actually fuck these fools and shoot all your teammates and take yes. all the money yourself. Absolutely, I love. I want. I want to see that explore. That's a good one. Let's. Uh, let's why isn't it... there more? Why aren't there? There's. Do you, have you ever? Do you ever play like Werewolf or games like yeah, Werewolf? Yeah. Like uh, Secret Secret Hitler just came out last year. Um, I'm really fond of the Resistance. The That's Resistance, my, my yeah, Coup and and Resistance are both really really great. And there has to be a way to replicate that, like online. Like yeah. I know you lose like the social aspect of it, but there has to be a way to like. Vir- virtualize and digitize that <clears throat> that shit i want you know something I mean? that like because i know i think ubisoft just put out like a vr version of werewolf that I, i've heard is actually pretty good like you can look around at everyone you're all sitting in a circle and like there's full voice chat and everything which and that's tight i just i want someone to incorporate those Wait, so it's, ele- it's, it's it's literally it's werewolf. V- it's vr yeah it's like but VR you're not werewolf. looking. But you're looking at their fucking virtual avatars right so you're not going to be like because that game's all about like looking for tells and if you see somebody like I don't know. Yeah. You see somebody's flat, dead, Assassin's Creed-ass eyes. Like, it's not going to... I don't know. Yeah, I think the... Like, there's there's hand gestures, which is kind of cool. Like, you can point at people and, like, accuse them and stuff. But I think it's mostly based on just, like, verb verbal lying and shit. Okay. Um, but, right. yeah, no, I want, like... I want a game, though, that marries it a little more elegantly than that. I want, like... I want, like... I guess, like, Assassin's Creed multiplayer, where you're, like, looking for... Uh, the which person is the actual human what if you were like what if you were like hackers or like you were users on like a web forum and one of you was like a hacker and then that way it would be like a digital recreation of it wouldn't be like you you know 
It would be like an actual version of it, but it would be digital already. I'm on some shit right now. I got to write this down. Let's hang up the podcast so I can drop the game design document. Yeah, this sounds, that sounds all right to me. I'm into that. Um, all right. How about a new suggestion? Sure. Um, here is another one from Pet Kitties who says Mario Mare, which I guess is WarioWare, but with the W's flipped upside down so that it's like a Mario's horse. I guess that's that's not bad. That's not bad. Well, I, I guess the only reason I bring it up is because there's also a submission uh, many hours later on a completely different part of our, our Reddit submission thread. I think this was just a coincidence. Uh, Dottie Bigital said, Wario is whizzing. <laughs> so everyone's kind of flipping the dub- <laughs> Everyone's and just having fun with letters. Yeah, for sure. Um, those are both good. Can I, can I hit you with this Mario one? Because I think I'm uh, obsessed with it. It's okay. from C- Creepy Eyes, who says, Super Mario Brother Maker. Okay, good. A game where you design your very own long-lost Mario Brothers and can share them online. Yeah, that's I was looking through my list of like saved submissions and I didn't see that on there and I was like, oh shit, I think I missed like one of my yeah. favorite ones. So this is is really exciting uh in part because I think there's a really obvious interface solution for this, which is the I, alphabet. Yeah, just you pick a letter. <laughs> well, but every letter can be rotated 180 degrees. So we've got even more letters than the snare. We got like what 52 letters? Okay, but no. Is that you, right? No. No, dude. If you uh, wait is that hmm, hold on no if you i'm looking at my keyboard right now uh if you turn a g upside down that's a nine and then your nine ario waluigi's hat is an upside down l and that's not a thing so like only mario i see what you're saying so if there's vario and wavario right that's like a wavy mario that's fucking sick it's like a vaporwave mario i'm into it that is cool i think my concern would be like I can't tell if that's Dario or Wapario because the upside down P and the lowercase D are the exact yeah, same thing. Yeah, can get kind of confusing. Well, what I was going to say, though, is... Dario I think, is cool. Like, Dario would be, like, a sexy Mario. Well, he's also, like, like a, kind of a male Dario, which is kind of cool. So he's, like, a goth Mario. Yeah. Um, Jario, it could be fun. We could go in either, like, he's got jars or he could be, like, a jar head. Now, there's Tario, but there's also Tario. Watario. Watario. Uh, that's all really good. What about that... sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry? Are you like me, looking at your keyboard right now, being reminded yeah, but... of all the different letters that there are? Because this <laughs> I is... forgot what all of them are. I mean, we love Nario, right? Nario like, is Nario classic. has brand potential to be the next one, but we start getting fucked up once we get to the vowels, like Eario, Eario, or oh, wait, Ario. Y- Yario could be Yario could be fun. That could be like Yoshi Mario. Oh, that it could be. I'm sure if we Google that, someone's already created that monstrosity for us. Barrio could be fun because he's Barrio kinda... is just like a, a word already, so yeah. we could have fun with that. And but we haven't even gotten to the Uigis, so that's like another 52 possibilities. Shit, you're right. So Nuigi, this is the new Luigi Nuigi. And I think like these these things compound, right? So we don't let people come up with their own names by typing it in. What they have to do is they have to take an Ario or an Uigi, a letter, mm-hmm. and then um, whether or not it's a Wa character, like whether or not there's a Wa component. Wa is like, it's like the inversion yeah. of it. And then, I mean, obviously, like, it's a Nintendo game, so millions of people will play it, which means even though there are hundreds of combinations here, uh, everyone will have tried them all already. So I think there should be, like, a leaderboard of, like, yes. okay, like... And another possibility would be once you so so we have two playable characters with le- uh, twenty six letters each, and then Wa adds another twenty six possibilities for each one. So that's like that's what that's a hundred and twelve 
possibilities. This is um, this is the real Super Mario One Twenty Eight right here. Yeah, so th- we can boost that even more uh, by adding like shadow to the to the be- like as a beginning word. We can have like words that you add onto the beginning. Metal. Well, th- these should be expansions that we roll out monthly. Like you know how Sp- Splatoon kind of kept getting updates every every yes. month or so. I want like all right, new thing. We've got like metal. Wabario this month, like compete in yes. the leaderboards to see who can make the best metal. And I metal guess just an, you, you definitely uh, they would they would change visually, but I think they also all need these weird, almost imperceptible mechanical differences. Like you know, like Toad can pick things up and throw things faster, yeah, yeah. and L- Luigi can float in the air a little bit. Like each of these of these creations has to be mechanically distinct from the other and here's my shit nick i think we just drop these little bastards into super mario 64 i love that oh that's so good that saves us from having to like do any make a game yeah having to make a game um i also want there to be like an element of of sort of composing the characters' faces, and I can think of no better way to do that oh than to do God. a robust reimagining of the Super Mario 64 title screen. So yeah, you get that. you get in there with your little Joy-Con in each hand, and you're scrabbing and stretching and manipulating this this face from one of it, four possible bases: um, Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, and kind of contorting it and uh, designing it to be perfect for you. Mm. Um, my my concern, I guess, and something we're going to have to deal with is: do we let players make Mario. Is there going to be a leaderboard of all the different people named Mario that players have created? Is that allowed? I can't. I mean... Or is that name what, blacklisted? What makes me more excited, Nick, is Wamario. Okay. And and sort of his strained relationship with Wario. I could see that being, yeah. Um, I think you, I think you have to be able to make Mario. But I think maybe he dies... Like, that's so the tutorial is Mario, but then he dies, and it's like, time to make a new brother. Right. So the Mushroom Kingdom is in peril because Mario finally fucking died. <laughs> we need more Mario Brothers. We need more Mario Brothers. Is there going to gonna be any life? tension between Waluigi and Wooigi? I think there's going to be tension, bud. I um, think there's going to be a lot of sexual tension between those two. I can imagine. Wait, are all of these brothers, is this just one enormous family? <sighs> Look, this has been a hard month for a lot of reasons. Uh, and the number one reason for me personally has been trying to contend with the humanity of Mario, the the status of him. Where I he, threw where some, I threw some challenging kingdom. concepts at you last week, huh? Yeah, just the everything about everything about the the New Donk City shit that we saw in that that trailer. I, just like I'm not sleeping anymore. I'm I'm not, I'm lying there just trying to figure out like, okay, so if he's human and he is from new york like canonically then like who are these are these people human at all is mario more human than they are are they creatures that just happen to look exactly like human like there's a lot of questions that the super mario odyssey trailer raised that i i don't think we have the answers to and if you're going to start asking me tough questions about mario's family i i don't think i have the just i don't have the emotional some ammunition for that right now some clever fool sent me a fucking uh screen cap of like the Super Mario Brothers two uh, instruction booklet, or something like that, and it li- it says uh, Yoshi's uh, genus is like T Yoshisaur Munchakupas, right, right, and then it says and Mario, and then it lists Mario's genus. It's something like Nintendo Hominus or something like that, what? and it, to try to like prove that this, and to to that I say fuck off with that. First of no, get lost. That does, that does not. I don't think that establishes canon. That was no, some no, no. like smart ass motherfucker trying to a manual. That was not that did not come from Miyamoto's mouth, so I don't fucking count it. 
Um, I have one here. What you got? Uh, it's from Canada26. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says... <laughs> Sorry. Al Borland's tour in New Orleans. Okay. Al Borland's tour in New Orleans. So this is... You are with Home Improvement co-star Al Borland, played by Richard Karn. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is just showing you around some of his favorite spots and you know that dude can like snarf a beignet like a, like a nobody's business. He'll snarf a beignet. He'll snarf gumbo. Um, whatever. Like he is not. He is etouffee. Etouff. Thank you. I would love some. I'm Al Borland. We get him down in, down down to south in New Orleans, and we just he shows us around some spots in the French Quarter that he likes to go to. Mm-hmm. Now, is this what is this like to play? Is it a fir- is it an FMV thing? Are we like? I think it has to be, yeah. So we're riding. A, I'm imagining now it's sort of like almost like a guided tour. Like we're sitting in the back of like a some sort of some sort of bicycle for two with Al yeah. as our guide. Yeah. And then you're you. There's four levels, French Quarter, and that's him just sort of walking you around some of his Is there favorite a bayou old buildings. Level? Mm, I mean, I guess if he wants, I don't. There's. That's kind of outside of New Orleans proper. I know, but I love um, the idea of him maybe getting a little scared and kind of just because of the alligators and alligators stuff and, and like sort of him. I just the idea of him wading into kind of a murky swamp is an image that is really kind of sticky for me. I feel like yeah, like that's going to so be the maybe, level everyone talks about. You know, like Dishonored tr- Two has that that thing with the, the kind of clockwork machinery level with all the different mannequins in it i, I think, hated that level by the way I, everybody was talking about how cool it was i thought that level stunk and i think i think this level is going to be divisive too i think there are going to be people who love it and people who are like no thanks it was too scary i didn't like the way that his his jeans were muddy for episodes three and four yeah um, episode three would be treme and then episode four would be the garden district and he's like showing you around some like classy restaurants and bars and stuff and then i think there's a, a secret fifth level mm-hmm. that's bourbon street and it's the credits are just rolling over this and he's just fucking sloshy babe that's like, what i was gonna is, ask is like do we have an animal crossing thing where if you play it on yeah. the correct day yeah, we get to see him ruined. just lit yeah, some, and I want to throw some beads at him with a VR controller. That's really good too. So what if we did that, but also at set points during his tour, he's walking he's walking down the French Quarter, right? And he's showing you uh some he's, he's showing you Jackson Square and there's a lot of street performers and you're having a great time. And then a cowboy pops out and points a gun at him and starts to shoot. And then you have to shoot the cowboy or else Al Borland will be killed and the tour will be over. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, that. And there will be there will be FMV Al Borland permadeath where you can't play the rest of the game. You can't continue Al Borland's tour in New Orleans. He's dead on the ground and the camera's just still on his dead dead body. And then they come and the the morgue comes and gets him. Right. Um, all in real time. It, all in real time. Uh, the detectives come and they investigate the scene, and then the morgue comes and gets him and puts him on a slab, and you know they uh, yeah. gets buried, and then the video is just him in a grave. You go to bed and wake up the next day and come back, and there's just a Al Borland shaped chalk outline on your TV screen, kind of burned yeah. into your plasma. Yeah, and then any other time that you put the disc in from that point on, it's just it's just gray bones in a grave. Gray bones in a grave. Um, here's an idea that I really love from someone whose name is kind of. Uh, kind of yucky so i don't know if i can say it but uh it's it's the <laughs> the world's greatest sniper has started a service where he cleans your house without ever setting foot on your property <laughs> i love this yeah so this is it dude this fucking yes this oh so good 
so like so there it's almost like a uh like spy party a spy party situation we can probably get this out before spy party if we release it anytime in the next eight years hey hecker what the fuck is go- come on it's i mean i don't want to rush you you're a mega genius but come the fuck on please <laughs> there's definitely there's a hundred percent chance that you covered spy party when you were a joystick i covered, when I was like I covered spy party when i was like working at my local paper in huntington 17 years ago like <laughs> Um, it's gonna be good. Like the graphics are gonna come out, and they're gonna be like 19k. Like what the? F- it's 600 FPS. The best looking video game. Come- yeah. Anyways, this idea I'm imagining takes place from a similar perspective, where you're sort of looking at this this house from the kind of the back patio. There's like a big open glass ceiling, and you've got you're a sniper. You've got like you've got 10 bullets. There's like a a thing of Windex kind of in the kitchen that if you hit it just right, you can get that thing to squirt out all over every window in the in the house. Yeah, that's I just, good. Uh, I mean, I mean, we could also do things like unlockable water bullets. Yes, and then you shoot those, and you can scrub all the dirt off the floor and the grime off the the countertops and the stovetop element. And you you would get different cleaner bullets, so you could get like a Windex bullet, but that's tough, isn't it? Because that glass is gonna get hurt yeah the, well, the glass are, will be hurt if you shoot through it so your options then would be to like shoot through the glass destroying it but cleaning the thing on the other side or use a bullet to shoot the lock and open the window oh shit that's fucking good and i'm imagining it's like a thing of like there's maybe like 10 levels but like in each level there's like you know 20 missions of like all right now try to do this one like with three bullets and you just have to clean the kitchen you know what I mean? And you, and you do have to set off the chain reaction, like knock over the Windex bottle, yeah. uh, shoot the roll of paper towels, and then once they're knocked over and on the ground and laying in the Windex, you shoot the roll again to sort of s- slide it across the floor. You can like juggle you, it if you're good enough. Yes. Oh, my God. This is this is the best fucking game idea. It's so this good. This is really, really it's like, good. It's like Dangerous Golf, but good is kind of the you vibe of You can shoot the trash. Another just mean episode of the podcast. <laughs> you shoot the trash can to open it up, and then you shoot the kid's dirty rags on, that he's got left laying on the ground, his dirty, poopy diaper, and it, like, skips pew, upwards and lands in the garbage can, and you shoot the garbage can closed. I do like that. I, I well, I think yeah, man. And every room has a different way. That every it room, needs there's to be a cleaned. laundry room level where you have to shoot the clothes out of the hamper into the washer, shoot the detergent over so it's like topples over and just sort of pours into the receptacle, which and you then, then shoot, shoot clothes. It, yeah, shoot it clothes. Shoot it again to like stop the stream of 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 detergent because you don't want to make a new mess. You shoot the dial so that it's on like the cool setting because you're doing your your jeans, and then you shoot the start button. This is really this exciting. Is, fucking great and there's so many upgrades nick holy shit different like types of cleaner bullets different like attachments for your gun you can increase lung lung can be a, a thing that you increase so you can hold your breath for longer yes, and shoot I love better that. take that chlorazepam or whatever it is in metal gear that you can use like to kind of to to steady your aim temporarily mm. this is a great idea um now I I I don't want this might this episode might be a little bit shorter than normal because we get to skip a step here. Uh, robots fighting T Rexes replied in the comments to this one the idea that for the name, um, and here it is, silent soap. Silent soap so is it's amazing. Like, silent scope, but cleaning. This is the second time that we've straight up lifted a name. Like, that's my least favorite part of this is coming up with names. And this is a very, very good one. And also, hey, what's up? Can we just use the fucking silent scope gun? 
Yes. Oh, God, yes. So, uh, I mean, technology has advanced so much since Silent Scope was a thing. I think we could... Um, they, they announced that new thing for Oculus where, like, you can just throw this weird thing that looks like the thing that's on Tracer's chest onto any object and make it, like, a VR controller. Uh, okay. Um, I'm imagining we ship, like, a, a small plastic butt of a sniper rifle so that you can, like, play this game and there's, like, a functioning usable... Because I've seen VR games where the scope on your gun works. This yeah, would absolutely sure. be one of those. Like, And you Army get to of- hold... What was that game? Army of, I think it was Army of One or something like that. It was like a, a top-down strategy game uh, where you're like placing troops to like hold off like tower defense style, but then you can zoom down and inhabit the troops and like shoot shoot the enemies like in first person and the gun scopes work. It's fucking radical. That's amazing. What was um, that game called? Oh, I can't remember. That's uh, yeah, that's really make. good. Um, and maybe there are levels. There's got to be multiple levels of difficulty, right? Um, so like level easy, easy, easy is just like shoot the bucket of water, knock it over on the ground and it'll clean right. up the mess. Level two is like shoot the sponge into the bucket of water, then shoot it out of it and then land it on top of the soapy patch and then shoot the sponge to scrub the soapy patch, right? It gets harder and harder and harder. I think by like difficulty level 10, there's like dignitaries in the room and you have to not hit them. Right. There's or like not dipl- even let them notice that you're cleaning this place. There's diplomats eating big bowls of chili, and these diplomats are messy babies. They're sloppy. They're like they're having kind of a chili eating contest with their hands tied behind their backs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is very, very good. I'm so excited about this game, Nick, and I want it right now. I love Silent Soap. I'm Silent I'm all ready to play really it. Good. So it's VR, all all the things, all the platforms. Yeah, it's gonna be on everything. Um, for this, how we're going to do VR on the switch, that's going to, you kind of take the switch, you take it out and then you glue it to your face kind of, and there you go. That's your VR. Yes. So, um, or you could just like cut the end off of a, um, off a PS VR headset and just sort of stick it right on there. That'll work. Man, this is going to be good. I'm excited for this game. Um, do we just call it? Like, I think that's it. That's it. I know that's kind of a short, that's a short episode, but I actually need to go and work on a new video project that you and I might be starting Maybe. which i'm very excited about um yeah shit i guess we've only been going 47 minutes it's so good though it's a good game silent soap wanna... is just like the perfect i'm literally like just imagining how beautiful that logo would look like it's like the silent scope logo but instead of there being like a crosshair reticle in it it's like some soapy bubbles yeah very cute it's really cute and good and and this is the second time we've talked about this um in uh like two days but we could get the spy party window washing song in it um oh. which can we get a sample of that right now Absolutely. i may not be able to put a sample into it because i don't know if i'll ever be able to fucking find it dude i found it i i was like literally uh last night's Carboys came out like three minutes later than it would have normally because i you mentioned that song in it and i had to go to youtube and watch the entire thing like listen to the whole song it's like a real song from like 1918 and it's oh. like actually the lyrics are actually very horny because the oh, entire song is about homeboy like i don't pay attention when i'm cleaning windows because i'm looking through the windows and jerking off like that's the song whoa damn i toy yeah i don't know why they paid to license maybe it was like at that point it's been like a million years that song is probably you know out in the the ether the public we, owns it next week let's make an eye toy game yes <laughs> solemnly swear hold on a sec <laughs> hey siri remind me a week from now to make an eye toy game okay i'll remind you thank you siri there we go done um let's uh let's wrap up then all right uh this has been cool games inc a fake video game design podcast 
from Two Fake Gamers. It's, it's real to me, damn it. Um, um, we have a bunch of stuff that Nick and I do. If you like this podcast, we do a bunch of videos for Polygon, uh, including Touch the Skyrim, which we just wrapped up the first four episodes, season four, um, which I'm 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 just crazy about. And Carboys, which we have like what twenty twenty two episodes? episodes. Yeah, wow. Um, it's a game where we fuck up cars for real. For real. Uh, um, it's really good. I'm a, our tentative plans for the next season of of Touch the Skyrim are very exciting for me. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're we're looking to do some pretty horny stuff over there. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening to Cool Games Inc. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, until then, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fine. <laughs>